Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, of course we have a stupid criminal arrested via HireAHitman.com. Bad gambling. There's also a wedding horror story that we'd like to share with you. We also want to talk about George Clooney turning down $35 million. That's how much he would have made in one day. Also, the fake arm to get out of a COVID vaccine. And we'll end it all with a feel-good moment. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! When it comes to gambling, I have a hard time stopping. Like if I, you know, win big, like maybe I'm playing. I like to play the uh, Game of Thrones slot machine. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah never played it. Oh, if you find it, you got to play it. Because there's mm. like speakers in the seats mm-hmm. and stuff. It's really cool. It's like you're in the game. I like the uh, the Buffalo one. The You know, where it's like, Buffalo! Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that one's but anyways, fun. If I hit big, I have a hard time stopping. I'll just put that money right back in that machine. Yeah, I'm notorious for that as well. I fall for it every time. I just need to learn how to stop. Yeah, when to pull out. That's the hardest part is when do you get out? Because I, I'm notorious for sitting at a card game playing blackjack and slowly building up my pot and I'm a crop of chips here and I'm just going good. And I might be up two, 300 bucks. Shoot, one time I was up 700 bucks. And I'm sitting there with this pile of chips, and I'm like, I can't lose. Exactly. You want to know what I left with? What? Nothing. <laughs> because I had to pay the light bill, I guess. I don't know. Do you get upset? Do you, like, throw a fit, or do you just walk away? No. I'm, you I mean, go back I'm, to normal? Are you grumpy? Internally, I'm mad at myself, but I'm not mad at nobody. This was all my decision. You know what I mean? Like, I could have pulled out and walked away with 700 bucks and been happy. But no, I was sitting there trying to entertain myself for an extended period of time. Well, there's a woman in Texas, and she set that dang old slot machine on fire. She Whoa. poured lighter fluid on the slot machine and well, set it afire. If I can't win, nobody's going to win. And exactly, the fire grew very large, <laughs> spilled out into the parking lot. Oh, geez. That's how huge it was. And at that point, there was another person mad because she <laughs> did that. So that person shot her <laughs> right there. <laughs> Yeah. I think it says here that they probably knew each other. Uh-huh. But yeah, two angry, angry people that need to go wow. to angry management class and probably not gamble. No. On a warm summer's evening, there was a gambler down in Houston, lit on a machine on fire, and it poured out into the street. Then her friend shot her, and that's when she didn't break even. But if that machine would have paid out, we'd all be fun and sweet. You gotta know when, when to hold them. No when to fall down. I've seen a lot of weird things in emergency rooms on TV. Yeah. Like the I think the one that sticks out to me the most that could be the most realistic is when somebody ate too many beets. Oh. And they were like, "What's coming out of me?" Like they thought they were dying. Yeah. But it was just the, it was just the die from the beets. Yeah. Well, there was that episode on that Jack Beep show. Remember where they stuck like a toy car up somebody's bum and and they went in and got X-rays and stuff. I, my old wife, she went to school at the at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, and I remember them talking about the x-rays and the scans that they seen, and it was like weird stuff, like two-by-fours and tools, and the weirdest things you never would think that could go up that end were there, and then they had to go to the doctor, because, yeah. you know... It's, it's been happening for centuries. It's, a, it's People horrible. put... Why? You, you don't put things in there. No. Don't put it in your ears, your nose, your bum. It don't matter. Don't go. You yeah. know? It's bad. It kind of reminds us both of a story that Robert D. Rayford tried to read on air. And we're going to just name it Armageddon. Armageddon.
In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake, but I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. Eric Tomaszewski told bemused doctors in the severe burns unit of Salt Lake City Hospital. Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky Farnham, had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously wrong. I pushed a, pushed a cardboard tube up his rectum and slipped Raggett, our gerbil, in, he explained. As usual, Kiki shouted out, Armageddon! My, my cue that he had had enough. I tried to retrieve Raggett, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, thinking the light might attract him. <laughs> At a hushed press conference, the hospital spokesman described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube, <laughs> igniting Mr. Tomachevsky's hair and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. <laughs> I'm again! I'm again! I'm Tomaszewski suffered second-degree burns and a broken nose from the impact of the gerbil. <laughs> While Furnham suffered first- and second-degree burns to his anus and lower intestinal tract. Time <laughs> <Stop> again! Ha <laughs> 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 It's that time of year when these stupid things come out that we, you know, we we get into these things. Yeah, the the end of the year, the best ofs yeah. or whatever. Like the Oxford English Dictionary, their word of the year was vax, of course. Uh-huh. And Merriam-Webster chose vaccine, which totally makes sense. Yep, yep. We know those words. Yeah. But now Dictionary.com revealed their word of the year. Mm-hmm. It's allyship? Allyship? <laughs> What? I'm not even what sure how that? to say it. Allyship? Now I gotta feel stupid and Google how up. to say this. Okay. Allyship. Allyship. Oh, Allyship. Okay. Yep. okay. Allyship. But so what's it mean? I have no idea, but I think it says... Sounds like a bunch of malarkey to me. <laughs> <laughs> two definitions for allyship. Oh, boy. The role of a person who advocates for inclusion of a marginalized or politicized group in solidarity but not as a member, and the more traditional relationship of persons, groups, or nations associating and cooperating with one another for a common cause or purpose. I've never heard more words I don't understand in a sentence in my I know. life. Can you what? break it down in layman's Can terms Can you dumb for it up us? for me? <laughs> Ally ship. How about we just cancel dictionary.com on yeah. the roadhouse? Yeah, way to not be relevant, dictionary. Right. Ally ship is the word of the year. I've never even heard it used. doesn't even sound like a word. Yeah, Come the role me. of a person who advocates for inclusion. I under, huh. ki- kind of understand I d- that. I don't even want to. I don't even care. Allyship, there's a word I'll never <laughs> use in my life. Why don't they just say it's being woke? Yeah, okay. That it's being woke. Woke would be better than allyship. You're helping others feel included. 
allyship sounds like something I do after eating a buffet. I go to the bathroom and have myself a good allyship. <laughs> Use that word in a sentence. Man, after eating that takeout, I sure do have a horrible allyship to take care of. We're going to need more toilet paper. As she came towards me, allyship there on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> There's two meanings. <laughs> she... My dad walked in and said, Who ally shipped on the carpet? <laughs> Tell your friend Al to get in here. His ally ship is everywhere. Oh my gosh. Boss is like, Who's going to ship this? Al, I ship it in the morning. <laughs> oh, Allie shipped her pants again. <laughs> Arr, is that the enemy over there? No, Coppin. That's an ally ship. It's the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Oh, and there's the fourth one. It's the ally ship. Have you ever been on a cruise ship before? No, but I've been on an ally ship. Brandon, when did you finally realize that you had an addiction? It was probably a few years ago, sitting around uh, eating breakfast with the family, and uh, and it kind of hit me. I knew that, like, I really had a problem. What about you? Well, same thing, sitting around with the family we're actually eating thanksgiving dinner mm. and all i could think about while i was eating was when am i gonna eat <laughs> when am i gonna eat leftover thanksgiving <laughs> isn't that right all joking aside seriously though food is an addiction it really is and like that's i'm meaning it seriously i was sitting around we're eating breakfast as a family like brothers mom and dad this happens every time we're eating breakfast. We're stuffed to the brim because of this huge breakfast we just ate. We over-ordered and or for at home. My mom made way too much. And we're all like, oh, I can't possibly take another bite. And then somebody will say it. So what are we going to do for lunch? You know, like literally. we yeah. are. I'm sick full right now. And we're already making lunch plans. Oh, well, we can't go do that activity. Why is that? Well, we're going to have to stop and eat lunch. <laughs> what? And then mom's like, no, we can't do all that because I'm going to have to come home and start cooking dinner. You guys are going to be hungry later. I don't know. I'm like, I'm full to the eyebrows right now. I know. My family does it too. Everything is based around food. Yeah. Everything. Everything. We're celebrating something. We're going to eat. Yeah. Oh, are you sad? Here, let me make you a pie. Yeah. Here's Here, a here's shot of tequila and some pie. Oh, yeah. Here you go. No wonder. No, we both have people in our lives that have struggled with addiction. And you should never feel ashamed because look at the rest of us. Yeah. We seriously do have yep. the same problem. Oh, yeah. Same problem. I mean, like, I'll be like, I'm on a diet. And then somebody makes biscuits and gravy. Or, yeah. hey, I just cooked some bacon. Do you want some? No, I'm on a diet. Yeah, I'm going to go eat your bacon. Come on. Yeah. And it's horrible. So it's just like that, you know. Anybody? And people lie about it. Oh, yeah. Just like people with drug and alcohol addiction. You lie about that, too. Same thing with us. Yep, I did it the other night. We were out uh, shooting some video stuff and uh, ate some dinner with the people we were shooting the video with. And when I got home, the wife's like, I made dinner. And I'm like, sweet. I had just ate dinner. Yeah. Mom's like, sweet. And I had like three or four tacos that she made. Why? Because I ain't a quitter. All right? That's yeah. why. Yeah, and we don't really mean to joke about it, but, I mean, it really is very similar. It's a thing. It's the same, actually. I think, uh, you know, it's, some... You're, you're slowly killing yourself. Yep, it's no different. It's just slower, probably, of a kill for some. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, for those of us that are, like, have high cholesterol or high blood pressure or, 
diabetes or anything like that. That's a real health issue. Yeah, you know? we just keep doing it. They, we just keep on feeding our faces, but don't worry. You know, you could take this pill or do this whatever to make yourself feel better. Well, how about we just eat correctly? <laughs> Let's stand up to it right now, Brandon. Let's Hi, stand up. My name is Amy, and I have a food addiction. Hi, my name is Brandon, and Amy has a food addiction. <laughs> <laughs> you little jerk. <laughs> when life gives you brownie mix, you make brownies. That's a lot of brownie mix. I know. The world's biggest cannabis brownie has arrived, thanks to Mary Med. That's a little ambitious for a dude that likes to, you know, marijuana brownie. Yeah. Uh, this company, they produced the largest pot brownie ahead of Brownie Day. You know, we had Brownie Day the other day. So oh, yeah. It it's an 850-pound pot brownie. And it's supposed to help launch the company's new brand, Bubby's Baked. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sounds, man. Sounds like a place you'd like to shop. Yeah, it would, man. I could be your first customer that <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> it's made with 20,000 uh, milligrams of THC. That's a lot, I think. And the normal ingredients are flour, eggs, butter, and sugar. And they're going to mass produce smaller versions of their pot brownie and distribute them to dispensaries in Maryland and Delaware next year. Wow. So, yeah, I hope they make smaller portions. I mean, how the heck do you buy an 850-pound brownie and get it home? Yeah. Hey, bud, can I borrow your pickup? Why is that? Because I got an 850-pound pot brownie I got to get home. And then how are you supposed to gobble that up? How do you make an 850-pound brownie in the first place? Like, what man, oven you put it in a big you put pan. that in? <laughs> you put it in a big pan, man. Let it cook over the fire, man. It's like a giant pizza oven? Or? I don't remember what happened. <laughs> he says, man, we put the greens in the pan, and we were like, what happened? <laughs> we got a brownie, man. We should call Colonial House and see if they can make an 850-pound brownie. doesn't have to be a pop brownie. Well, why not? I don't I just wonder how you would do that. I don't know. That's a lot. Do you make a bunch of different, like, uh, one pound, like 850 one-pound brownies, and you just stack them and throw them together? It's got to be how you do it, right? I don't know. You build have... it together with little brownie bricks? <laughs> little bricks of brownie? <laughs> and how much pot did that take? And your mortar is just brownie filler or, like, cake frosting or something? See, I'm looking at a, I zoomed in on the picture. That is cooked all together at once. Ouch. To me. That's wow. what it looks like. That's crazy. That is amazing. I want me an 850-pound brownie with or without pot. How about one chunk of it's got pot in it and you have to figure out which one you get to it and you just pass out. <laughs> <laughs> you only need like three bites. You know, I yeah. heard that from a friend. I don't know. Yeah, I've never, I accidentally ch broke off a chunk of somebody's pot cookie <laughs> I was like, whoops, no more of that cookie. <laughs> Ate a whole box of cereal. It was like Lucky Charms. I was eating the box. It was a horrible situation. <laughs> you were eating the box? I was so hungry. <laughs> Where's the brownies at? <laughs> <laughs> what else were you eating? That's it. I love hearing these stories about people when they're, I've never, they're on the pot. It didn't actually affect me. I broke off a chunk. I was like, whose cookie is this? And they were like, that's pot cookie. And I was like. <laughs> Everything in life just kind of went down to one little tunnel. <laughs> what happened, man? Where's your cookie at, man? Have you ever turned down a job? Like a uh, paying job? Like maybe a weekend gig or something oh, like that? Yeah, I mean, yes, I have. 
because it's not always about the money. Maybe it's the exposure or the outcome of the situation for the band that might be what we're looking for. I mean, obviously, there's always an amount of money where you're like, hey, it doesn't matter. Let's go do it. Yeah, you know? I've turned down some DJing gigs. Yeah. Just because I didn't want to do it. Well. And that was, that. it would have paid me probably like 500 bucks or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, some of these shows for the group, I mean, it might be two to three to four or five thousand dollars that we have to turn down, but it might not be what we're looking for to help us in the future. Yeah. And like movie stars. Yeah. Think about if they turn down a job. How much are they going to lose out? Like Will Ferrell turned down $29 million to do the sequel to Elf. Oh. $29 million. Well, that just ruins it for everybody. Everybody wants a sequel to Elf. And he did it because it was too much like the first one. Oh, okay. But yeah. I would have watched it. Yeah, I get, I get what he's saying. He's like, no, it just depletes the Elf franchise or in him as an actor. You know, like have money's cool and all. And now it looks like George Clooney has outdone that. He recently turned down $35 million for a single day's work. Like, Elf, that probably would have taken months. Yeah, yeah. This was like one day to do a commercial. And it was an airline commercial. Hmm. And he turned it down. And I guess it was because it was associated with a country. It's an an ally, but it's questionable sometimes. So Mm. he turned it down. Hmm. $35 million. Well, and it probably doesn't line up with his Floby endorsement. You know? Yeah. So. You know, I think you and I, if they're still looking for somebody, I yeah. think you and I should go do the commercial. I mean, I'll do it for three or five million dollars. You don't have to pay me thirty five. I'll do it for half a million. Yeah. Hey, yeah, exactly. You get half, I get half. That's one million total. Boom. Yeah, and it'll be better. Yeah. That's almost what we make here at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Any update on your R C car? Yep. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> nothing. Are you ever going to get it? No, I'm not. Just get real. If you didn't know, Brandon ordered an RC car during the pandemic, and they sent him a toothbrush <laughs> yep. instead. Straight from China. With a note that apologized that they poorly were being written. kind. Yes. It was poorly written. And I mean, if I noticed it was poorly written, you know it was poorly written. Right. Like, like, what did it say word for word? I can't remember. I would have to, like, bring the note in. I think I threw it away. But, yeah. Was it just missing, like, words in the sentence? It, everything was spelt wrong. There was possibly two periods in the whole two paragraphs. It was, like, constant, we are so sorry about your thing missing and, or, but, but. We are so sorry about not getting to your remote control car as it, we have gotten so busy here. Your car will be made soon. I promise it will get to you. I hope this gift finds you well. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you spent 100 bucks on this. Yeah. Have you tried to get your money back? I am, I've spaced it off. I, I mean, I forget about it until you remind me, but <laughs> it haunts my dreams every once in a while I wake up with... Uh, dreams of driving this rc car around and and it, it just doesn't happen maybe you can strap some wheels to that toothbrush they mailed you and put a little motor I threw on that there. away right away i never <laughs> even opened it i was like you scared there was covid on it i don't i just i don't know i'm like i don't even the china all, virus was on it i have an oral b uh mechanical toothbrush i don't need this weird toothbrush from someone else thank you <laughs> Why would you send somebody a toothbrush? I can't believe they never sent it. And to who you. makes RC cars and toothbrushes? Like what kind of? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like If it was okay, obviously it's fake. But if there was really a thing, who does that? Well, on this stuff, on this side of the 
the business, we make toothbrushes. But you cross the wall and we make some really nice RC cars. Oh, you have no idea. In Tennessee, there's businesses like that. You can get your car insurance and tan in a tanning bed Well, in the same building. Well, call me silly then. I mean, that's just... Tanning and insurance. (laughs) That's weird to me. I mean, I get it if you make mechanical toothbrushes. You know what I mean? Same kind of motor, Mm -hmm. maybe smaller. It's like, hey, we're good with little motors. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we do, RC cars and toothbrushes. (laughs) That makes sense. But a plain old toothbrush? I don't know how you're not more upset about this. I would be so mad if I dished out 100 bucks and never got what I paid for. I When I clicked accept and purchase... I was willing to accept the fact that I may never get nothing out of this. And that's why it was 100 bucks. I'm not saying I just go out and throw around 100 bucks like it's nothing. I'm saying I'm willing to gamble this 100 bucks in hopes to getting a $400 RC car for $100. And I didn't. Wow. What if you paid 45 grand for something and didn't get what you paid for? I'd be a little upset. <laughs> that's what happened to this man. He ordered this ancient Greek statue. Mm-hmm. And those Greek statues, they don't come with clothes on. No, uh-uh. Then the nude ones, yeah. And this particular statue only arrived with one jelly bean. Oh, no. Yes. So they didn't test it before they sent it out? <laughs> no. So he's a little mad because it's not complete, you know? No, it's not. <laughs> he ordered it as a joke for one of his friends, but he still wants the complete statue. What's that song? What's that song? Look at Johnny. He's got his in his hand. He's a one ball man. He's off to the rodeo. Yeah. That's that's this Greek statue. That's who this statue's about. Who shipped it? You know, was the the service, whether it be UPS, FedEx, or you know USPS, did the, were they really balling out while they were trying to deliver this package? Okay, so who are we gonna prank call today, Brandon? Well, we could call a physical therapy center, see what they're doing. That's where your wife works, correct? Yep, yep, it is. Are you ready, Matt Foley? Oh, no, no, no. Today, I'm going to be Phil McCracken. <laughs> you get it? Physical therapy for Phil McCracken. Oh, okay. Thank you for calling the physical therapy center. How may I help you? Yeah, my name's Phil uh, McCracken. I was wanting to get in there and make some appointments with one of your physical therapists. Okay. Um, do you have a referral, Phil? I don't, I don't, I don't think I need one. Uh, I'm not 100% sure I get the... Uh, Blue grass and blue shields. But I uh what happens is I got horrible pain in my earlobe. I was wondering if you guys offered like <laughs> ne- needling. Oh, we do. Yeah, I'd like to get needled. Not only okay. that, but I was uh, I was asked to leave from my last physical therapist because uh well, I it uh, things just went a little sideways, but um <laughs> it's fine. Oh, no. I didn't really think it was that big a deal, but uh Everybody oh, no. else thought it was, but uh, I was wondering if you could help me with some therapy on my back sure. end, you know, on my back side. <laughs> what about your earlobes? I figured, yeah, we could, if we could hit them up both, we got to get that needled up, and then like also the, the back side, I don't know if it's some stretch, and that's what got me in trouble at the last one. I was, oh, no. She, uh, she had me in this weird position. A little, <laughs> I sneaked a little fart out, and next thing I know, I was asked to leave. The whole place cleared out. I didn't think it was that big a deal. We're, we're, really, we're really laid back here. That's well, that's okay. good. It eh? happens. Yeah, it and happens. that's what I was like. It happens. Well, like, you've never farted We're all before. human. Yeah, I mean, what's the big deal? 
But, uh, so yeah, if on my back end, if we could get, like, my lower back loosened up and possibly sure. uh, get that, uh, whatever that is down there that likes the gas out, get that tighter, that'd be great. <laughs> sure. I have some really great therapists here. I think someone will be able to help you. Um, do you have a day or time that works best for you? Do you guys serve food down there <laughs> while we're Because, man, you know, that's another thing. Sometimes you're down there stretching, you're getting everywhere. And a guy could go for a sandwich or something, you know? Oh, that would be awesome. Ah, yeah, you got me all folded up. Give me a little something to eat. You know, maybe give me a pickle or some hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, like Christmas candy. Yeah, you got Christmas candy? <laughs> and that's do. not going to do it for me. I'm going to need a hoagie or something. Order you a pizza. Yeah, get me a pizza. And I don't do none of that little $5 stuff. Not that cheap. I want deep dish. I want to get in there. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to do it. I want some Marco's pizza shoved in my mouth. Marcos. Oh, God. They got the bigger you sausages on their pizza. Yeah, they <laughs> do. <laughs> well, uh, and uh, anyways, uh, if we could uh, get that scheduled up, I'm pretty much free sure. any day. Middays work the All best right. for me, and uh, hopefully it's not too busy when I'm there farting around. Yeah, just pop in and we'll get you on the books. All right, Thank sweet. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, this is Amy and Brandon from the Roadhouse. Who's this? This is Tara. Oh. Tara. Tara. Hi. Thanks for letting us prank call you at the physical therapy center. <laughs> Always. There... Take care of your butt and your earlobes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing my kegels right now. Awesome. Oh, boy. Keep them up. Thanks, you guys. Have a no. good day. We love Merry you. Christmas. So uh, yes. throat, throat punch that hot chick beside you, and we should be good. I will. I'll blow her a kiss. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So you went and found your Christmas tree. You went hiking through the woods like the Griswolds. Yep, yep we sure did. We passed probably 10 Christmas trees for the sake of just hiking, you know, just to put on some miles, letting the dogs play. And after we found our tree and we were dragging it back over to the motorhome, that's when <laughs> the wife goes, is this human poop? Is this poop right here? This has got to be. Who else poops like a human? This looks like human poo. And <laughs> like out in the middle of nowhere. And right in the ditch right off the side of the road. I wonder it if hilarious. it was Bigfoot's poo. No, it was either Bigfoot or, you know, somebody had to go. You know, had a poo emergency. Did it look like a big person, like I a big actually, human or a small human? I'm really not that into it, so I didn't go back and look at it, uh, to be honest. So I just kind of left it, you know. Wow, you didn't even go look at it, huh? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. My son was dragging the tree. And I was walking behind him carrying the saw. My daughter was behind me, and she was back there scoping out some poo. And, I'm, you know, she's like, ew. And I was Unbelievable. like, we'll just let that be, you know. And so where exactly was this so other people can go check it out? Oh, yeah, because it's going to be the <laughs> the thing. It's on that gravel road between Nemo and the Sugar Shack. Okay. That right. road is. So if but, anybody yeah. wants to go check it out, that's where you can find it. Yeah. I know San Francisco's the human poo capital. Oh, really? Yeah. Ew, why? I know, isn't that? There's just strange people there. How do they? Oh, because like people pooing in the streets? I have a friend that lives there, and she takes pictures <laughs> and puts them on Facebook, and I just can't believe it's it's real. Wow. Is it because of the rice the San Francisco tree? <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> Recently, there was a guy riding his bicycle naked by her house. Huh. Like, strange things like that, constantly. Huh? There's part of me that's a little jealous. No I want to ride around on my bike naked. No kidding. One wreck and you'll be putting your clothes back on, I bet, on that pedal bike. <laughs> you'll be all scuffed up. Watch for potholes. I recently read that Pittsburgh is the dog poo capital of the world. 
That's ironic because the Pittsburgh Steelers play the Minnesota Vikings this Thursday. And, you know, I'm a Vikings fan, so they're the Pooh Capitals coming to Minnesota. Oh, boy. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. As if reproducing with Kanye West wasn't detrimental enough to our species, now Kim Kardashian wants to let Pete Davidson sire her future offspring. Yeah, let's go. At least this is the rumor in Britain. Hmm. Who knew? I know. She thinks... He would be a good dad, which he might. It's funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they do not look... It's it's like Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's hard for yeah, us. Yeah, Blake is so good looking. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, I got two... Like, why do I care what these two people do? Um, if if I, she doesn't... Oh, sorry. I care more about Pete than I do about uh, yeah. the other person. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, like, who cares? But then on the other hand, why not? What's the worst that can happen? I say let it roll. Who else could we match her Let's up with? Let's see how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. What about Kim Kardashian and McLovin? Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing. Same thing off of Superbad. Zach Galifianakis. That would be great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, this is hard for me. Like, Is Kim taller than Zach Galifianakis? Because <laughs> he's know. only five foot seven. I just like saying his name, Galifianakis. I, yeah. I can't say it. Zach Galifianakis. You're is closer that right? than I was the last time I said it. Kim Galifianakis. I think it's a great matchup, her and Pete. Have some babies. Have five. Shoot. Why not? See what happens. So she hosted Saturday Night Live and they fell in love, I guess. I can see it happening. I mean, you know, he's pretty hot. If th- you like that kind of strung out. They need to guy. bring the show back then. Keeping what? up with the Kardashians. Oh, no, they don't. <laughs> you know, I... No, they never need to do something like that again. Just like, I'll admit, I loved New Kids on the Block. I loved Hanson. I also like to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. One out of three for me. The Hanson brothers were were the coolest thing ever. Yeah. But no, on all the other two. No. Keeping Up with the Kardashians is what's wrong with this world. Passports. Have you ever had to get a passport? Uh, No, I haven't. Really? Yeah, I need to. The last time I was in Mexico... You didn't need one. Oh, you just had one of those little cards, passport cards? No, didn't need anything. You just went. Wow, when was, that must have been a long time ago. Well, uh, I guess it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're planning on traveling outside the U.S., hopefully you already have a passport because they're saying that it could take months to get your passport wow. now. Hmm. They already take a long time to get. And sometimes you can pay a little extra to get the express passport. But federal officials say getting a new passport could take several months due to a massive backlog of more than 2 million applications. People want out of here, man. They're like, get me out of this country. But that's not why. With travel restrictions lifted and a majority of Americans fully vaccinated, many are getting ready to travel the world. Yeah. I want to go somewhere. I need to get a passport for just that situation. I feel like like a... Like, what if somebody calls and says, Brandon, we need your band to play up in Canada, or we want you to play down at some place in Cancun? Maybe they want you to play for the Queen. Yeah, uh, or something. And then it's <laughs> like, <laughs> let's be realistic. And then, uh, no, but it's like, I don't have a passport. I'd be like, sorry, I can't. Yeah. So that's a silly thing. I really need to get one. Yeah, they're fun to have. I like I to guess. get stamps in my passport. I want one with a fake name, but my picture. I want to be like Jason Bourne. Yeah, me too. I want to have like... 20 passports. Yeah. And be like, every time I cross the border, I'm a different name. Your name's Rick <laughs> Spelding. Yeah, it is. Sure is. I'm Rick Spelding. I want mine to say, Downtown Julie Brown. 
<laughs> that's going to get you caught. You got to go with like real names. Like, like Iguelar? Yeah, Iguelar. Or maybe it says Josh Johnson, but you're, they're like Josh Johnson. You're like, no. Zush, zush maybe on. you could be Brandon Rose and I'll be yeah. Amy. What's Jones? your last name? Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Normally it takes 11 weeks, now six months. So you better get going, Brandon. Yeah, I guess if I want to travel in the next millennia, I better yeah. get a passport. Especially if you want to go as Amy Rose. Yeah, I do. I did a big, big boo boo with my vehicle. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's a Jeep thing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Well, apparently I haven't had an oil change in a while. <laughs> Since when? It, according to my vehicle, I went like 1,500 miles past what you're supposed to. Okay. But I also know recently, I learned this from you, that there's a time difference. Yeah, yeah. Like it's either the date they put on the sticker or yeah. the miles. Well, yeah. yeah. So I didn't know that. So I just went with the miles. I guess I don't drive a whole lot. And... I was just thinking, you know, I should probably check my oil, you yeah. know, because I don't had ever a weird do that. feeling about it? Yeah, yeah like for a week I yeah. had that feeling. And then finally huh. I did it, and I wiped off the stick, and there was nothing on it. <laughs> 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 and then I put it back in there and kind of swished it around a little bit, pulled it out. <laughs> swished it? And then I wiped it back off, and there was still nothing on it. Oh, yeah. And what makes me even mm. dumber is I got in the car and uh-huh. drove to a car place to get some oil after Honest, that. <laughs> honestly, I mean, you're not so much dumber as the damage is done at that point. You've been driving around for who knows how long with no oil on the dipstick. So I get to Sturdivance. Is that how you say that? Yeah, Sturdivance. Yeah. So I go in there. Guy helps me out. I find the oil that I need. Mm. And I'm like, can you tell me where to put this? Because I'm like scared I'm going to pour it in like the windshield washer fluid or something. <laughs> so he comes out there and he shows me where to do it. He gives me a disposable, what is it, funnel. a fluke? Oh, a funnel. Fluke. Yes. <laughs> and so I start pouring it in there. And we put about three quarts uh-huh. in there. Yeah. And so it's been fine. It's just running just fine. Yeah. I must have got really lucky. I mean, oil is more of a suggestion. You know, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's like a lubricant your motor needs very much. But yeah. So I, like, if I would have waited any longer, I would probably not have a car right now. Well, you'd be cruising along, cruising along, and then nothing. And so I do have an oil change scheduled for tomorrow. Do cool. I really need that? Because I mean, since the oil is gone, there's fresh oil in it now. <laughs> it might not hurt, you know. And what's going to be nice is when they pull that plug out of your oil pan, sometimes a lot of plugs on newer cars are magnetic. And so all the metal shavings from the lack of oil will be <laughs> attracted to your oil plug. So that'll yeah. be nice. So I will be going to my oil oh, change because there's a cool. filter, isn't there, that they switch out? Yep, there sure is. Yeah, right. yeah, you got to swap that filter out. And, and that's the only way I usually get windshield washer fluid, too, is when I get oil yeah, changes. Yeah, yeah. So. They swap that out, tell you, if where do you get your oil change usually? I'm going to go to Anytime Auto. Yeah. That's where nice. I'm going. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because I'm kind of worried that the last place I went to didn't put oil in there. That might be a thing. Um, that's kind of the fear is like sometimes if you don't check, if your car doesn't leak oil or burn oil. Yeah, there's no leaks anywhere. And there's you've got nothing. a fairly new vehicle. It's a really nice Jeep. And so it's like, chances are they may have never topped you all the way off to begin with. Maybe they spaced out or something. Like, sometimes, you know, you check that oil right away the next day because they're only humans. They make mistakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They Something happens. They get distracted while they're adding oil to your vehicle. I mean, I used to change oil in cars, and that happened. I, we also had people who did the opposite. They weren't sure when to stop putting oil in. 
they thought you would fill the motor up. Mm-hmm. So they put like whatever, thirty quarts of oil in your in your motor, and it needed five. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the, the new guy probably did my oil change the last place I went to. And it doesn't run very long when you fill them up with oil. He's like, like oh, I didn't know you were supposed to put oil. Yeah. I thought it just made its own. Yeah, he's like, oh, I put some oil in the filter and screwed it on. What more do you want? You know? <laughs> I don't know. What I care about is the blinker fluid. They oh. need to do that right away. There's a lot of cars in town that are out, you could tell. Oh, all the men out there are going to wish that they were single if they're not. Oh, yeah? There is Come. a hot commodity out there. J-Lo. No, not J-Lo. No, shoot. Dang. Any other guesses? Uh, it's not Jennifer Aniston. I don't even, no. maybe she's already single. I don't know. Um, who else? Uh, who's one of the, who's that hot chick that was on that one? I don't know. There's too many. I can't tell. Is it a Kardashian? <laughs> no. Oh. I don't well, know. they're always off and on. Yeah. But guess who it is? Martha Stewart. What? <laughs> she wasn't? I guess. What? She's single, but she's not dating. Oh. Yet. But really, if you think about it for just a second, men, if you're listening, when you go home, do you want some hot, sexy wife just sitting there waiting for you? Or do you want somebody who's going to be like, hey, I put a nice crock pot meal together that we're going to be eating and uh, cooked us a couple dozen cookies. There's also a loaf of bread in the oven. And a 30,000 count of sheets on and the bed. I'm going to go out on the back deck and get high with Snoop Dogg <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Right? Yeah. And and I've got my master sheets on our bed if you want to go wrestle. Yeah. And she probably knows the recipe to Colonial House's brownies. She probably taught them. She probably did. And so there you go. So I mean that makes you a lot more happier than just some Hottie Batati. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I bet you Jennifer Aniston can make some pretty good cookies. You know, she said she wasn't dating, but I also uh, saw on another source mm-hmm. that she's dating, but she's not going to say who she's dating. Ooh. Do you think? Is Snoop Dogg single? I don't know. That'd be a weird you know, couple, I've, but I bet it would work out. I've wondered because they they're always got, together. They both got the munchies. <laughs> yeah. You know, a couple that smokes together. Yep. They might as well be together. Might as well. Puff, puff, pass, baby. Yeah, dog. <laughs> he says, puff, puff, pass. Booty, booty, booty. What do you think she would call him? <laughs> like, what would his nickname be? <laughs> Whatever you just did was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know how to rap. Um, For she's on my Martha Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like, it's a good thing. <laughs> what you're doing is a good thing. Listen here, Martha. I think your sheets are for shizzle the best I've ever had. <laughs> da, 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 da. Those are my shizzle sheets, baby. I bet she would call him Snoopy. We don't need to clean the bathroom, my mama nizzle. Oh, Snoop Dogg, never make a big decision without sleeping on it. Oh, I never make a decision without a puffin for sure, Martha Stewart nizzle. We talked recently about how they were starting to make flying cars. Do you remember mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah? Have I'm you been, in. Have you been dreaming about getting one? Uh, you know, my <laughs> I drive a 2000. So, <laughs> by the time 2041 rolls around, maybe. Yeah. Okay, well, if you have $92,000, you can get a flying car. That's not bad. I mean, honestly, a Cadillac, like a big, beautiful Cadillac is about that price. So, Well, companies are now looking for, apparently, flying cars are the next big thing. I mean, we're going to space. Mm-hmm. Random people are going to space. Yeah. So, flying cars is like, yeah, whatever. If you got the coin, why not? <laughs> so you're going to be able to both fly 
and work on the road. Wow. Like flying taxis. Nice. That's good, probably going to be the first thing. Kind of like the Jetsons. You remember the yeah, Jetsons, the that Jetsons. cartoon? It's the or first thing that comes to my mind. Back to the Future 2 is what comes to my mind. Where we're going, we don't need roads, you know, yeah. and to take off. And you know the first flying car, the name of it is Jetson 1. Oh, yeah, it is. Let's go. That's so cool. They have 102 horsepower. What's that? Since I don't speak that language. Like your Jeep probably has three to 400 horsepower okay. uh, when it passed me this morning flying into work. And my <laughs> Subaru probably has 200. So, you know. Did you just tell on me? Yeah, you, yeah. We took off from that light at the same time, but I didn't see much of you. You were gone. <laughs> and these flying cars will only go continually for 20 minutes. Well, that's not safe. <laughs> I know. Like, what if you get stuck up there and you're like, oh, no. I mean, it would work for us to get to work because about... 10, 15 minutes, but mm-hmm. then how are we going to get home? We have to drive like normal people? Ew, on the roads? <laughs> or what if you're driving in your normal car and all of a sudden this flying car comes and cuts you off because yeah. it oh, has to come down? I didn't see your indicator up there. How does that work out? Yeah. When do yeah, they blink- land? Blinkers now have down arrows. Would you park on the ceiling and ride the elevator down or would you, you know, like how would you get to work? Or would you, because of crime, you know what I mean? If you could park on the ceiling of your building, then oh, yeah. nobody's going to get in your car. Shoot. Helicopters do it. Bird poop or whatever. That's about all you got to worry oh, yeah. about. You know? They could put some covers up there, though. Like yeah. Some things to park yeah. underneath. A little canvas top over it so it don't fly off. On a windy day, we get a lot of wind around here. That's, that's another thing. You're cruising to work and we got hurricane gale force winds. How are you supposed to fly? To, you just catch a, catch a gust and head north, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm uh, day two in on my diet, and boy, I'm struggling. Fat people get hungry. Yeah. And this is the fattest I've ever been. It's way easier to just be fat, Matt. It what do you, is. What do you think, Matt? Well, uh, I'm personally a motivational speaker, and uh, I work solely with people trying to get them back on track, whether come, it be diet or... How well, come you're chubby? Well, uh, you know, I have found that in my life, I'm happier fat than I am <laughs> trying to diet or starve myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, when you're on the bear claw diet, I guess. You know. Oh, they used to get lodged right in this region right here. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm doing better now. I don't really care, you know? <laughs> well, I'm at the age now where I have to start worrying about my health because I could die. And then, oh, yeah, it. can't we all? You know what I always say? The calories, you know what I mean? Take them all in. Hey, your body can only consume so much, so let's just see what it can do, you know? <laughs> let's take it all in. How many bear claws can you eat? Um, I'm not just thinking about a bear claw. I've already gained five pounds. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I found out my body maxes out on weight, and that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm not going to get any fatter. Might as well just keep eating. Brandon, how's your diet? Aren't you? How's the isogenics diet? Uh, well, I, it definitely makes me feel better. I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit, not like full off wagon, but like my meals a day have been kind of not the best. And so I haven't lost any more weight, but I haven't gained any of my weight back either. So I'm just kind of floating along. But uh, how that whole wagon thing kind of confuses me. Like, yeah, you're back on the wagon. Doesn't that mean like I'm like dragging a leg on the side of the wagon? No, I mean, <laughs> isn't it like the opposite when you're back on the wagon? Aren't you doing bad things? No, I guess the wagon for me would be being on the diet, maybe. And so, if I fell off the wagon of diet, then I'm I'm rolling along in the ditch eating whatever's there. So being on the wagon, you're doing well on the diet. 
off the wagon, you're back to your... Yeah, I got you, Brandon, here. Let me get you back on track, all right? So what you're going to do for the rest of your life, okay? I want you to focus here, Brandon. Focus with me. Okay, I'm focusing. Okay, focus. Well, what we're going to do here is you're going to go through the rest of your life starving. You're going to be so fucking hungry the rest of your life. But don't worry. Your body will be so skinny and you're going to feel so much better. Oh my God, look, he's got a swimming suit on. Oh, he looks so good. <laughs> look at how unhappy he is, but happy with his body. He's starving to death, you little bastard. You're going to make it just fine. Don't worry about it. But starvation's your future, Brandon. God, that sounds so exciting. What about exercise? Oh, yeah, let me get you on that exercise too. Hey, sore muscles, that's going to be your daily life there, Brandon. <laughs> Waking up in the morning and going for a jog, or you want to go to the gym and be so sore the next day you can't even take a shit without being sore? Well, I don't know. I feel like you pulled a muscle just going to the body. Oh, it hurts to wipe, don't it? Well, that's your future there, skinny boy. You worked at Detox, Brandon. Can you yeah. tell us about the Wizenator? Yeah, yeah. Uh, people used to, you know, because they have to take UA, so urine analysis, and we had to watch them. So they would buy this thing. You get off Amazon for like 50 bucks, and it's like you strap it onto your waist. It looks like a real downtown dude thing, <laughs> and uh, a pen 15, if you will. And it comes with a little package or a bladder that you could fill up with clean urine and strap it to your leg so it's body temperature because the cups that we use also test the temp and everything. So anyways, then when you whip it out and you go to use it, it looks like a pen 15 and acts like a pen 15 and... You, you know, fill up this cup and hand off the sample that's clean. and But it, it doesn't look 100%. I never personally seen one, but they have caught people there, like, through 24-7. Or at the detox, they would catch people with them. And, you know, sorry, sir, you got to take that off. Wow, I'm just amazed. <laughs> and it's obviously bigger than a lot of people's, you know. But, uh, but yeah, fake stuff. It's, well, it's now thing. they're coming out with fake arms. Oh, nice. Hopefully they don't try to whiz with a, one of these. Why would you have a fake arm? <laughs> this person had a fake arm to try to get out of getting the COVID vaccine. Oh. <laughs> and then you get the card. Okay, I get it. So yeah. he, I had a hard time imagining this, so I had to look into it. He was wearing a contraption around his torso with two silicone prosthetic arms attached. And then he eventually admitted that he was, you know, trying to get a vaccine card without actually getting the shot, and he thought the nurse wouldn't notice. So, <laughs> yeah, they're not going to move. Like yeah. you can't move the arms. <laughs> That's the part I'm unless they're like, like robotic. A, a born to be wild tattoo, or I love my mom tat on it, and <laughs> you walk in and throw it up on the counter. <laughs> you know. That's my arm. Go ahead and poke it. Ow, that hurts. Ouch. Gosh, I'm not good with these shots. I hear it's going to be sore. <laughs> I guess I'll have to rub it. Ooh, don't put that Band-Aid on there. That's going to hurt to take off. Har, har, har. <laughs> and where did this torso come from? Who made this and what was it for originally? I don't know. People, you know, you can make anything out of like plastic or silicone. I mean, just get a cast and... Make it up, strap well, it to your... If this was made just for this event, somebody put on a lot of work and for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think you'd be better off faking and uh, putting on like a blubber arm over yours that's yeah. like needle thickness. Be like, I don't know what's with my arms. They're so fat, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she thought he was an amputee at first, so she was like, oh, maybe um. he put the wrong side over here. <laughs> and then she realized the other side was the same. 
Oh, uh, yeah. And I suppose you want out. your arms to look consistent, so. <laughs> yeah, that's. Did, uh, like, the third arm come out to put the fake arm on <laughs> the table? That's what I'm saying. Like, did you walk up and, like, fling it like a shoulder fling? <laughs> Maybe for all the other vaccines, we can get, like, fake butt cheeks. Well, yeah, it's like. What if they're like, well, I've, due to prosthetic arms and fake arms, we're going to start giving your shots to the butt cheek. And then people are like, got it. <laughs> and they got like a fake Kim butt Kardashian's cheek. like, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my beer. Watch this. <laughs> Everybody always hopes for a beautiful day on their wedding day. Well, this woman got married and she made a video on TikTok after her wedding did not go very well. <laughs> so her and her husband were exchanging vows under this beautiful gazebo. And all of a sudden she passes out. Oh, Normally, you'd think that's from nerves or yeah. maybe it's hot in that wedding dress. She partied too much the night before. Yeah. She wasn't drunk. She just hadn't eaten all day. So it was hot out and she was dehydrated. There's a video of it where she almost falls over and then the groom catches her. Aw. But it doesn't show this part. She ended up throwing up. Oh. And then her sister came over with a fan to help her cool down. Uh-huh. And she's holding the bride's nephew. <laughs> While she's doing this, he's just a little baby. Uh-huh. And so while her sister was trying to help, the kid pooped all over her wedding dress. Oh, my, how? Did they not have a <laughs> diaper on the kid? So. It says it escaped the diaper, ran down her sister's arm. Gross. And got all over her. That so. is very unfortunate. Ugh. Bad for the sister and the bride, especially I mean, the dress. I feel bad for the dress. It's like this right here. How many more signs do you need that you are not supposed to marry this man? No joke. You know what I mean? No you're joke. passing out. You're puking. They're like, seriously, here comes your nephew. He's going to poop on you. Don't marry this guy. And what do you do after passing out during your vows? Yeah. You get up and just keep going? Or I do. <laughs> do they call it a marriage? I mean, do they get married? Did he get down like in her vomit and poop and be like, "We're married." Hopefully, it was after the you know the legal part. I do, I do, you know. Yeah, use her hand to sign it. You know what I mean. And like, after what? puking, did he have to go and kiss the bride to seal the deal? And then later that night, how did he consummate the marriage? Hey, are you awake? Definitely fueled her up first with a big steak and potatoes. Yeah. Let's go eat, babes. I need you tonight. Have you ever been to a Waffle House? Why don't we have a Waffle House here? I don't. I don't know why we don't. But yes, I have been to a Waffle House. And it was amazing? Huh. Yeah, we need one around here. It hasn't made it this far north yet. I don't think people would go to it, though, because we have Colonial House. Well, that's, there's that. Yeah, yeah you got to compete with that, so yeah, that's probably that's, a good reason. That's probably why they're not here. They're like, oh, Colonial House is there. <clears throat> we better not. I think when I went to Waffle House, I had a huge pancake with like a lot of really good bacon. I was a kid, and it was good. I always get eggs, bacon, and some toast when I go to Waffle House. And it was always like the... After place, like when you're out partying, oh, let's Mm -hmm. all go to Waffle House. Oh, yeah, those are the good places where you go in and the cigarette ashes in your eggs. You know what I mean? The cook's got three Marlboros sticking out of his mouth. How do you want your dang eggs? (laughs) A waitress named Flo. Yeah, Flo comes out. Hi, everybody. How's it going? How can I get you? Get you a cup of coffee? I might need something. (laughs) I just have memories of that. Everybody just completely wasted inside Waffle House late at night. That's like Perkins on 8th. (laughs) Is it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You go, you got to go to Perkins or now used to be Denny's back in the day. Now nothing, but it's Perkins. You you close down the bars and everybody's filed into a Perkins. (laughs) It's funny. Well, there's this Waffle House in Tennessee. It's near where like Morgan Wallen lives, actually. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he's been inside this Waffle House. Sure he has. There's a meth dealer inside. He's also the cook. Oh, huh. He's been dealing meth on the side inside the Waffle House. Honestly, 
That's a good idea. I wonder if they have like something on the menu. So they're like, I'd like some biscuits and meth. I want to have waffles with extra waffle on the side. In a side cup, if you will, please. What kind of toppings would you like on your ice cream? A little meth. You just tell the cook, I want my side waffle in an enclosed container. (laughs) What would you like in your omelet? (laughs) Um, I'd like some peppers, some onions, some cheese, and some meth. Put a little bit of that extra grain on top. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'd like the Breaking Bad omelet, please. I'd like an order to go, yeah. I'll take the Breaking Bad waffle to go, please. (laughs) The breakfast sandwiches (laughs) come in many layers. But I honestly could go for some biscuits and gravy. uh, And then you'd be like, why is there so much salt? What are all these salt crystals on the top? Why is it so crunchy? Then you eat it, and you're like, wow! Oh, I feel good. Where'd my teeth go now? <laughs> yeah, this guy's been cooking and dealing in the Waffle House. Right. But they du- caught him. It's double dipping. You could do one or the other. Yeah, I. and then when they replace him, you know, they're going to have to find somebody that can keep up with this guy. They're like, no wonder he was shucking out the mortar so fast, you know? <laughs> and he worked like 24 hours a day. Okay, Brandon and I saw that HDTV is looking for the ugliest houses in America. So hmm. we were like, hey, I wonder if there's any ugly houses around here. And sure enough, we do have a couple. Well, I mean, there's got to be. Every town's got their house that's like, whoa. Yeah. You know, somebody lives there? Holy crap, you know. <laughs> yeah. We did have the house next to us that they had like abandoned cars sitting yeah, everywhere yeah. and a big boat that was falling apart uh-huh. and he ended up passing away uh-huh. and she like completely redid everything wow. after that and it looks amazing like a brand new house now that's crazy yeah so like um being where i'm from out in the valley and having to take longview a lot to go out to school in box elder <laughs> or whatever there's a couple of houses on Longview that I've watched either A, deteriorate or uh, grow, if you will, because we all seen that White House on, what is that, uh, right by Anderson Road in Longview there, and that dude still lives in there. I'm pretty sure there's a guy that lives in there. You know, that guy is my father-in-law's best friend. What? Wow. <laughs> yep. And he's living there. I'm he lives actually, there. I'm three-quarter jealous of this place, but it's straight haunted. And I don't know why he doesn't leave his porch light on during Halloween, you know? Because if you're ever going to get freaked out getting some candy, that's the place. I wonder if we can get in there I, just to see what it looks like we on should, the I would love to, kind of. I'm going gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm to see if we can get in there. Okay. okay. Because but yeah, I, that one has a tree that fell on top, right? Uh-huh. It had an Airstream camper that a tree also fell on. It has a bus, <laughs> three or four tractors, a bunch of lawnmowers, 1994 Grand... Wagoneer or Grand, whatever that minivan was. Remember when they first came out? Got an old Dodge pickup. Heck yeah, man. It's like the greatest thing ever. And the man that lives in there is highly respectable, like ex-military. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He, maybe we need to help him out. I don't know. I, well, I mean, I, here's my thing is like, I'm jealous of this property. This property is really nice. It is. I mean, it's, you know, a couple of branches could be cut off the trees a little bit. Maybe the one drug off of the house, you know, and the camper. But other than that, you know, it's a really nice place. It's got a big shop on it. I'm like, the dude's looking to trade, you know. I'm, I can't, don't think I could convince the family to move in there, but I would. Then there's the one down the street. Um, like, if you keep going towards Red Hill Road on Longview, there's a dude's house where over the last 15 years, it looks like he either, A, worked at a lumber yard or something, <laughs> I don't know, and just brought pieces home and kept adding on to his house. And it would, like, it started out as just a regular home, 
and then it got taller, and then it got taller, <laughs> and now it's like this peak thing. And then for the longest time, he had like a he had like a, a door coming off the front peak with no deck or nothing. And then now he added a deck on the front, but it ain't got no handrails or nothing. And yeah, that looks scary. It looks scary, but yet also again, it I'm al- super jealous. It kind of reminds me of that Johnny Cash song, one one piece at a time. Yeah. I built it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. Yep. I just took scraps home from the dumpster or at work. If he works at a lumber yard or maybe like a home builder, and he just kind of grabs a piece here and there, and now he's got a house. But I mean, honestly, now, at the time, it was like, this place looks kind of sketch. But now it's really nice. You put new siding on it, like new gutter, new trim. It like Now it's like, ha-ha. You people jealous now because he stuck all this together and it really does. Big, huge picture window. I mean, it's not, the view off of that deck must be amazing. Yeah, maybe that guy needs to go fix up the other one. Oh, yeah. They should swap places. You know, there's no trees nearby this one, so that guy is safe. There you go, HDTV, a new show, House huh? Swap. House Swap. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. There's an old saying the juice ain't worth the squeeze. A group of thieves in in L.A., they crashed their car into the front of a jewelry store while it was closed. Mm. And they stole all of the jewelry in the front window. (laughs) That's it? Yeah. (laughs) There's security footage of them, like, plowing into this place. And then they scoop up a bunch of rings and necklaces, and then they just leave. (laughs) But what they didn't realize was everything they stole was just (laughs) costume jewelry that was basically worthless. That sucks. So they say they caused $20,000 in damage, but they only stole like 200 bucks worth of stuff. <clears throat> <laughs> a lot of the jewelry stores put fake stuff in the front window for this exact reason. Luckily, it sounds like their insurance will cover the damages for the store, and then they just get to laugh about it. The damage they did was over it, maybe $15,000, $15,000. $15, yeah. We yeah. have to get everything new over there. It was all that effort for $200. They just got away with nothing. Wow. That's just like, they're definitely captains of the stupid criminal ship because it's like, what? <laughs> first of all, why would you wreck your car? Because where'd you get the car? Did you steal it? So now you got to go to, now you're in jail for theft because you don't want to use your own car. But these guys probably did. They just used their own car and left it behind. Or like what? And then what? You're stealing a bunch of plastic jewelry. Did you not notice it when you picked it up? My, this necklace seems a little light, you know? Now their car's ruined and they have, yeah. <laughs> they have Now they no don't money. have a car. They don't have money. They have fake jewelry. And they're going to be going to jail. You now know? they're going to go ha- have to rob a Taco John's or something to eat. I wanted to hear, what like, what's their lines when they're running out the store? See you in Mexico! You know? <laughs> and it's like, but they got no way to get there because their car's still in the jewelry store and they got fake jewelry. Can you see, like, see them going into a pawn shop after this to try to sell this jewelry and yeah. <laughs> they come out with the bad news? And they're like, well, I'd hate to tell you, but this is a fake necklace. <laughs> What? What do you mean? Fake? You can buy this in the toy store at Walmart. This is, this is just fake. It's a prop, or or like on Pawn Stars where, you know, they always. So what are you looking to get out of this item? Well, I'd really like to get a hundred thousand dollars out of this necklace. Oh, well, I, I could give you a dollar. <laughs> Let's go do some paperwork. Yeah. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Let's go to stupidcriminal.com. <laughs> this woman. 
She's in prison because she tried to hire somebody to kill her husband using this fake website. It's called rentahitman.com. <laughs> and it's obviously like a parody website. But she filled out a service request on the website, which was supposed to be a joke. She filled it out in a serious manner. So the owner of this website got the message, immediately called police. They set up a sting operation. Now she's in prison because of it. Rentahitman.com. How stupid are you? <laughs> I guess like a dozen people are in prison because of this website. So well, it's kind of doing a good thing. So. Good. What other websites could we come up with to well, get criminals I mean, off the street? Because honestly, if you're going to try to kill somebody, probably going to rentahitman.com isn't going. It's not going to be that easy. Kind of like a how to fool the cops on the DUI.com. You yeah. know, like instructional videos on how to drive drunk. No, there's no such thing. DIY make your own meth. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll send you a kit to your house. Yeah, order it. Put in your address so we make sure we can come right to your place. Become a porchpirate.com? Yeah, porchpirate.com. Learn how to be a porch pirate in under an hour with our video. We'll deliver it to you because the whole idea is the cops come and get you. Here's all the kids.com. You know? Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Have what's his name? What's that dude from the Dateline? Chris Harrison. Yeah, yeah, Chris Harrison show up. Have like a virtual Chris Harrison come out at the end. So were you you gonna watch this video on how to uh, you know get with kids i uh, know oh, i was trying to stop it <laughs> <laughs> while you're naked holding a six pack of beer <laughs> yeah. what were you planning to do here tonight exactly and then we're just snagging them up before they get any <laughs> anywhere we're just arresting them well you're going to jail now so you know what i would like is to catch all the telemarketers out oh, there. Oh, yeah. We could be like, become a telemarketer.com and then go and just like get their phone numbers and call them every day and send them text messages. Yeah, yeah be like, uh, we're looking to gather up all the best telemarketers and we're going to do an award show. And then you get all the telemarketers. Like, I'm really good at telemarketing. And then they come down in this award show and you're all arrested. You yeah. know? And then we can catch all the Nigerian princes that are trying <laughs> to get us to send them money. <laughs> just type in, type in your routing address or whatever for your money you know, yeah. so we can we will put all this money in your account okay yeah. idiots it's a feel-good moment jonathan jones has been battling cancer for 14 years he's undergone 170 rounds of chemo since he was diagnosed with a malignant brain tumor as a teen in 2007 he was told by a doctor that he would probably never be able to have children. But recently, at the age of 32, he's now a dad. His girlfriend just gave birth to their son, JJ, and they plan to try for baby number two very soon. A man who defied the odds to become a dad, he was able to eliminate his brain tumor, but held on tight to the heart to become a dad. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.